If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, uh, always pleased to have Bethany Mandel join me. She's the executive editor for the uh, Heroes in Liberty uh, book series, and she's also co-author of the new bestseller, Stolen Youth. And just reading through all of that uh, will give you an idea of just how uh, in-depth her thinking is in terms of how it impacts uh, cultural uh, culture and life nowadays. She's also a mom raising a large family. I don't know if it's a Mormon-level size of family, but she's commenting in her most recent piece for the Deseret as to something Tucker Carlson referred to in a recent interview. Hello, Bethany. Hi, how are you? So what are exactly Mormon levels of children? Like, uh, do you have to have like 10, 12, 15 to qualify? No, I, so I'm in, a, I'm in a Facebook group for large families, and the baseline is four. So I think, I think four is when you go from like, okay, you have kids, like, wow, you have, you have a lot. You've got some huh. kids. Well, since the average, I think, uh, couple now has like 1.7 or something like 1.6, it's gotten you know fewer uh, with each passing year. This was Tucker Carlson responding to a question from Charlie Kirk at a time when they were sitting down doing a Q&A. And what was his point? This is, he, he was asked, what would be advice that you would give people? And he said, uh, I would tell them to get married young, have more kids than you can afford and take a job you're not qualified for. Uh, get married and have a lot of kids, live boldly, stop getting high, stop doing anything that blurs your vision or makes time go faster. Uh, wasting time is the one thing you can't get back. Any time I waste it is really bitter for me because it's finite. He went on to say, I want to experience my life as fully as I can. I think that starts with having a ton of kids, like way more, like Mormon levels of kids. I mean that. Yeah, and, and that, you know, so I write for Deseret News, which is an LDS publication, and so that kind of like, piqued my interest a little bit because I was like, wow, that's that's something interesting to hear, you know, Tucker Carlson saying have Mormon levels of kids. And so, um, you know, it's it's very countercultural now to have Mormon numbers of kids. Most people, as you said, have one, maybe two. Definitely stop once they get that boy and girl, that's for sure. Um, but I mean, I, I sort of commented on it every time I uh, I go out in public and people comment to me about the number of kids I have. I, I basically can't go out in the world with all of my children without someone saying something um, because it's become so different to have more than three kids in our society. So what's the what what's your what's some of the thinking behind what Tucker's saying here? Why is it important that uh, people have a lot a lot of children? So I mean, people are not having children anymore, and and I think that you know kids get a really bad rap, and family and marriage and all of these sort of traditional things get get a bad rap uh, because I think that there's this idea that anything that is hard is not worth doing. And, you know, kids are hard. I'm, like, the first to tell you that it's, it's not easy having six children. But, you know, it's, it's incredible to me how, you know, when I had my first and then I was pregnant with my second, I was so worried that it was unfair to both of them that I would, um, that I couldn't possibly love my second kid as much as I loved my oldest. And I would... I would, you know, spread my love too thin, and and then you tr- you have. That well, I know how to solve that. Like, oh, just wow. have four more. So, then then you don't have to worry so, about so the, the second one. The love the love just grows, and it just grows and grows and grows, and it grows not just between parents and child, but also between 
the children themselves. And it's, it's such a blessing that they have each other. You know, one day, God willing, many, many years from now, I will be long gone and they'll have each other. The fact that we're just having so many doggone children and they're going to be uh, you know, steeped in the Bible, and they're going to understand, uh, you know, values that, that outlive them, that's going to have a repercussive and I think positive impact for generations to come. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that that's why they're not having children on the left, because we sort of see life and what we're doing with our lives as as meeting a higher purpose and and achieving a higher purpose. And they don't. They don't have that much hope for the future. They think the world is ending and climate change will, you know, destroy humanity and we're all just, you know, floating on a rock until we die. And so, of course, you don't want to have children. Of course, you don't want to bring children into the world because if that's how you view our existence, well, that seems really desolate and dire. Um, And we're having children because we see life as a gift from God and all of us having... Uh, purpose and meaning, and and we want to bring more people into this world who will make it even better. Yeah. No, it's very clear, and particularly if, if people are of biblical mindset, you know, God says to, to fill up the earth and make it full, and uh, and he doesn't mean with a lot of horrible, terrible people. He, you know, this is why he charges parents with, you know, raise your children in the admonition of understanding that they are not their own. They live for my purposes, and there's greater things that can be accomplished because they are there. And he will. You just used a word that was very important. Each person that is born has a purpose, a God-given, I believe, a God-gifted purpose that he has put within them and when they find that and they unleash that on this on this world around them great great things happen um, but you'll never know it if you don't have the children and that's kind of right. the sad I mean in some ways I, I kind of am really happy that the left isn't having kids because I, I think the fewer monsters that reproduce the better but at the same time it's kind of like you'll never know the joy that we're, we're yeah. We're going to die with our loved ones around us holding our hand saying, thanks, Dad, for being there for us. They're going to die yeah. bitter and alone going, why didn't I have kids? Why didn't I make a family? Why didn't I give myself to something that out, outlasted me? Yeah, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, and I don't, I don't think that the other side are oh, the devil. But, um, but I, I think that, you know, national discourse and mental health would be a lot better if more people on the left uh, had kids because it, no it gives you a fire under your bottom fight and to improve and to improve yourself and improve the world. Yeah. And a lot of the left don't seem to have that. Well, and I would just say that's the non-existence of God in their day-to-day uh, mindset. And people that I've said, I wrote this in my very first book, it's still true to this day. What separates the left from right is not economic policy or immigration policy. The people on the right acknowledge that there's a God outside of them. He has a purpose for them, and he goes beyond and outlasts them. People on the left, either they don't have an appreciation for God or they don't even think he's there. And if he's there, he doesn't care. And uh, they kind of live in that reality. And one side is a lot happier than the other. I'm not going to give it away, but I kind of know, think I know which side it is. Anyway, Bethany, great piece at the Deseret. Tucker Carlson wants you to have Mormon levels of kids. Is it good advice? Uh, Bethany Mandel saying, yeah, it's good advice. Bethany, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Kevin. You got Thank it. Thank you.
Uh, coming right back, uh, my final thoughts straight ahead. Don't go away.